everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk Podcast. We have a great episode today that many have been looking forward to. I've told a couple of you on the DL we were working on the show, and I didn't really make it public. But now, huzzah, we're talking lingerie today. We have three people who know about lingerie on the show. Uh, the first you know from many, many podcasts. He's our podcast OG, Mr. Eric. Hello, hello, everybody. Good to have you, Mr. Eric. Good to be uh, here. He, we, of course, if you follow him, you know he knows his stuff. Next up, we have someone you've heard a couple times on the show who likes a lot of different things, and I thought he'd be perfect for the show. It's Mr. Cesar Torres from LED Queens. Welcome. Hey, it's great to be here, Tim. Good to have you. I know it'll be a good show. And then we have someone who's been on the show once, who I had a great conversation with and told him I was going to get him on the show. And if you remember John from The Brief Tale, the straight guy that we interviewed who found us through searching for podcasts, believe it or not, not just social media, it's John. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me, Tim. Great having you back, John. I think this will be a great group. It's a diverse group. Let's jump right into our discussion. We're going to go over a little intro that sets up the stage, what everyone sort of likes and stuff. What do you guys consider lingerie as opposed to underwear? I'll start with Eric. For me, my personal definition of what I own and what I consider lingerie is typically anything that's a little bit more feminine sexier than just your typical thong jock brief underwear you know it can range from anything from you know a lace you know any any type of lace uh, material you know any type of bra uh, body suit something that's just a little bit more i guess for me is just a little bit more than just your average pair of underwear if you kind of understand where i'm going <laughs> okay Definitely. And what about you, Cesar? What what makes it underwear versus lingerie? Yeah, my, my definition uh, is real simple. Uh, for me, underwear can, of course, be sexy, like briefs or uh, or boxer briefs, etc. But, but lingerie, for me, is something that's sheer, delicate, uh, sensuous. And uh, since I identify as non-binary, I think it's worth explaining that... <clears throat> I don't even see lingerie as particularly gendered, even though it really is. All of us know we live in a culture that positions lingerie as women's wear, but I enjoy it so much. I just, you know, describe it in those three words, sheer, delicate, and sensuous, like really body enhancing. And something that uh, I think is something also kind of for special occasions. Uh, <laughs> there's, okay. it's, there's everyday underwear, and then there's like lingerie, which you might wear uh, with a partner or somewhere where, you know, you will be seen. Uh, it could even be yourself, but it's like a special occasion. Nice. Definitely like that. I like that definition. Very good. And what about you, John? And stress on the word sheer. Uh, sorry. I, I just love the fact that lingerie is sheer. <laughs> sheer. Sheer is, yeah, that's, I think that kind of goes hand in hand for the most part. And what about you, John? What makes lingerie versus underwear for you? I think it pretty much everything what, what the other guys said, but it kind of gets you in a different headspace than what you would normally wear on a day to day basis. So it kind of it's kind of like a special occasion 
and it kind of puts you in a different state of mind, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's something that's kind of special. So it kind of mm-hmm. gets you in a different train of thought or a different headspace. And I would say, in addition to what Caesar said with sheer, I'd add, the, I'd add in the lace. So I think that's kind of a, a hot thing. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So what do you guys, instead of asking you what you like to wear, what in, let's talk about what your favorite piece of lingerie you own right now. So we'll go in reverse order and we'll start with John. Well, most of the stuff I bought is from Xdress. Mm-hmm. And they came out, I want to say, about a couple months ago with something called the Couture Satin Meriwetto, a widow. It's kind of like a corset with some straps that kind of come down to thigh highs. And they have it unveiled. They, they have a pink, a purple, and a black. And anything with thigh highs, I think, is just super sexy. I just think that's a hot look. Nice. And so I, I really like that. That's kind of worn on special occasions with me and the wife. <laughs> She's kind of... She plays an active role in this with me as well. So uh, I really like that. And I have a lot of thigh highs from Amazon. Mm -hmm. So anytime I kind of get into the lingerie, it's like the thigh highs always get broken out for that. So anything with like a garter belt or straps that kind of come down to hold the thigh highs up, I just think that's such a hot look. Nice. Very cool. What about you, Cesar? What's what's your favorite piece of lingerie you own? Uh, my favorite is the thing I always really come back to, which is the most sheer, most black pantyhose. And so I have uh, a favorite brand that just continues to, to make great stuff. It's uh, called Cecilia Ann, if I remember correctly, or Cecilia. Um, it's a European brand. And I uh, use those pantyhose so much with other pieces. I really feel like that's like my main piece, but I have several pairs. And uh, I usually combine it with thongs or briefs from brands such as Clever. You know, so mm-hmm. it's really sexy stuff combined with that. And lately I got a, um, a crop top. So it's not anything that's female presenting. It actually looks like a men's crop top, uh, but it's black and sheer. And I sort of pair it with that. And that one I got from um, Candyman, if I remember correctly. And so uh, uh, that kind of combo I really love. I'm not a high heels person in any way. So if I wear uh, pantyhose, it's going to be with boots or just uh, with my bare feet. Oh, nice. Very nice. What about you, Eric? What's your favorite piece right now? Um, Right now, I've recently purchased a few pieces from Xdress. I believe it's called the Katie set, which is like almost like a floral pattern bra thong. I bought one just on a whim, just because I, I liked the dark color of it. And then, you know, when I tried it on, <laughs> I was like, well, time to go back to the website. So I ordered it in a, a white set. And then probably a week or two later, they had a sale going on. So I ended up getting the, uh, the thong bodysuits in the exact same patterns too. Uh, so those are probably my go my go to pieces right now, and just the material on it is just so soft, and just you know wearing it throughout the entire day. I, you know, they say like, oh, you almost forget it that you're actually wearing it, and it's just it's that comfortable and soft that I don't even realize I have it on. Nice. I'll have very diverse, different tastes, which I knew would make the show amazing. 
Um, uh, Tim, I, I remembered the uh, the name of that brand because I know this is going to be important. Anybody who's into lingerie, especially if they're ma- men or male presenting, like people are obsessed with the right brand. So it is Cecilia de Raphael. It's a European brand, but uh, it really is to me one of the best out there. And I didn't want to give you the wrong name. So there we okay. go. And then anything we mentioned, we'll try to have it in the show notes with the link. So if you want to go check it out. Uh, we're going to have all of them in there. So just look either on the site or in your podcast notes and you should be able to get, look up anything we talked about, hopefully. And if we don't just send us an email and we'll track it down for you or send you the email. But talking about lingerie, I think one of the big things since in the last couple of years is the mesh of the masculine and feminine. But when you look at like mainstream press, you know, like fashion magazines and stuff, they're still not up with where we are. They're defining lingerie as like silk pajamas and robes and stuff like that. That's sort of like in the masculine box and not broadening it out to, okay, this is inspired by women, but it's made for men. These designs are considered quote unquote feminine, but I think, and this is what I've been seeing in the the world of underwear, they're kind of breaking down the walls as to what men can and cannot wear. That it really doesn't matter as long as you feel sexy, as long as you feel great. You can wear lace, you can wear satin, you can wear anything you want to wear. Have you guys seen this out in the wild as well? Because I know we're special because... We talk underwear, we like different things in the mainstream, but in your preview, what have you seen on social media, on, like, websites? We'll start with Cesar. What have you seen out there? Yeah, thank you. So my point of view is particularly gay and queer because that's my community, right? And um, I think... I can easily say, I mean, within the gay community, historically, uh, there has been oppression against gay and queer men who present with more feminine uh, fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those people are called queens, etc. There's been a lot of issues with that. And it's not good. It's internalized homophobia. But the good news is that I would say probably in the last five years, I really do believe that commercially there's been an explosion of these queer brands uh, including what I do with LED Queens, where there's basically saying, well, let's just bypass those barriers. And so if uh, men want to wear thongs, bodysuits, corsets, uh, thigh highs, garters, this is no big deal. And to me, it's been wonderful to see that uh, be available. Now, on the ground, day by day, I think I can tell you that Mm, the general attitude right now within at least what I see in the community here in Chicago and some other digital places is that there's an kind of an openness and curiosity uh, in the gay mainstream about it. But I think that there's still a subset of us who are like, Hey, we're, we're into this. Uh, we're really proud of it. There's no issues in sort of talking about it. And I think that there's still a lot more to go in terms of educating people on the fact that it isn't a big deal. It is part of, who we are. It's just as cool as like having a haircut. You're like, I have a nice haircut and I wear this when I, when I uh, feel really amazing. Uh, and so I'm excited for it, but I also realize that you doing this show, Tim, 
is a big deal. There's a lot of people who leave, who live deeply in the closet, whether mm-hmm. they're gay, straight, trans, doesn't matter, but they're worried about what people will think if they, you know, show this to other people. And so, um, Again, I think inside the gay and queer community, we have a long way to go to cross those barriers and break them down. Because I think it should not be a big deal. If you rock up in, in a corset and a bodysuit, and if you like high heels, I'm here for it. Nice. Yeah, that's, I think, where a lot of people are right now is you're shoved into the fetish side of the of underwear, yes. even though you may not be fetishizing. You may, may just like it. But it's like, oh, right. you're over here. You're in this box now. Okay, I got right. it. And that's that's a big distinction, too, that I think – I can't speak for everyone, but I, this is something I notice. It seems as if for a lot of folks, it's not like a hard kink or fetish, something like that goes that deep. For some people, they just like to feel sexy mm-hmm. and look sexy, and it's just baked into who they are. And uh, I'm really keen on, like, not putting labels to it. So, uh, of course, we have femme presenting, male presenting. Uh, Those are words that help us in the community. But uh, I, for myself, uh, you know, people know me from your show and they can Google me. I'm a very uh, masculine presenting muscular man with a shaved head and muscles and a big beard. And uh, the fact that I combine this into who I am and I I showcase it, I think it throws people for a loop. Uh, But you know what? I kind of like it. <laughs> we're, all to, we're all here to like get this done, right? Like show everybody like how much we love this. So um, whatever I can contribute is good, but we have a long way to go still. I think that's the point though, is you can be masculine and wear something quote unquote feminine, feel sexy. And that's the point of the show is just because you are a masculine man doesn't mean you can't embrace the quote unquote softer side or, because yeah. there's a lot out there that do that. Because you look at Instagram, not Instagram, well, Instagram too, but Twitter more more so than Instagram, because you can show more. You'll see the masculine, quote unquote, guy in thigh highs, in stockings, in lace, and it's being more accepted. But yeah, 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 we'll get on. We have lots more to talk about in this topic. Um, yeah, and I'm curious about uh, John and Eric, what their perspective yeah, is. Yeah, what about sure. you, John? Since you're on the straight side of things, um, I know we've had some great conversations offline, but tell us a little more about you and your, what you consider, you know, sexy for you and you and your wife and how it's, how it all evolved and placed together, I guess. Um, I guess... If you want to back up to the beginning on how all this kind of started, just a just a quick backstory of how I started with it. It was kind of a it started from actually my wife. She actually made a joke one time about how you'll be fun to put makeup on me. And immediately I'm like, no, that's not gonna happen. I don't wanna do that. And then, you know, she was kinda of playful when she said it, and when I turned her down, she's like, Oh, come on, it would be fun. And she had a big smile on her face when she said it. So you know, I, I shot her down, and then I started thinking about it over the next couple of days. I'm like, well, what would I look like? I've never had makeup on. So fast forward like a week and a half. We're home on a Friday night. You know, all of our uh, all of our friends, most of our friends have kids, you know, so they just can't drop everything at the spur of the moment and go out for drinks. And we had both worked, you know, pretty long hours that week. And she just was desperate to go out and have fun that night. And everybody was busy. And we tried getting a couple of tables at restaurants. We couldn't, you know, everything was full. So 
she was actually pretty bummed out about it. And um, she's like, I've worked so hard this week. I want to go out and have fun. And she was kind of like in a slump. And I said, I started thinking, I'm like, well, I want to get her smiling again. And I was just brainstorming. I just came up to that time where she was smiling, saying, let's put some makeup on him. And I said, well, do you remember that couple weeks ago, what she said about putting makeup on me? And she just kind of looked at me. (laughs) I said, remember you said it would be fun to try it? And she goes, yeah. And I said, well, let's try it right here, right now. And she just kind of looked at me like, are you serious? You're actually going to let me do this? (laughs) I said, yeah. And we went into the bathroom and she had like the biggest, I mean, her frown just went into like this big smile. She was just grinning ear from ear. (laughs) And I didn't know anything about makeup. She pulled out all this stuff that she has. She's got a hundred brushes. She's got all this toenail polish, fingernail polish. She's got all this stuff and I don't know much about it, but she started explaining what foundation was and eyeliner, mascara. She just for the hell of it, she just started doing it all. And she had the biggest smile on her face while she was doing this to me. And I just kind of stood there with my eyes closed and just let her have fun. And at the end of it, I mean, she was just all smiles at the end of it. And I kind of opened my eyes and I looked in the mirror and I'm like, wow, that's a different look for me. It's like, I almost looked like I was out of a magazine. It, except, you know, I have the male styled hair, hairdo. You know, I'm sitting in a like an Iron Maiden t-shirt and blue, ripped blue jeans mm-hmm. while she, <laughs> she did this. So um, I kind of joked around. I said, you know, maybe I need need a wig and a, and a blouse or something. <laughs> she laughed and she actually reached in her dresser door and pulled out a pair of uh, red lace panties. And she's like, here, put these on. <laughs> and she, and she laughed and uh, I was, we were in the right state of mind. So I'm like, okay. So I put them on and we were both laughing while I did it. And this is the first time I've ever tried on anything fit for design for a female. And there's obviously no room for my junk up front in the front of these things. And I tried to talk, I tried to push everything down and she was like laughing as I'm doing this. <laughs> so uh finally i just kind of gave up i just let everything just kind of hang off off to the side and she's like well turn around she's like "Ooh, sexy and <laughs> we were laughing and she actually gave me one of her robes to put on and uh, that's kind of how this whole st- thing started for me so that's kind of my experience and then it kind of led to some more talking some more laughing a lot more drinks between the two of us and then the night ended with us just kind of on amazon on her tablet just kind of ordering up a couple things just to try out and you know we had the conversation she's like you know i said this is just for fun i'm not going to go outside wearing this just yet or anything or anytime anytime soon but um caesar probably would know i guess there's some bars downtown chicago that kind of allow for the, the cross-dressing and that sort of thing. I don't think I'm anywhere near ready to do that yet, but uh, right now it's just kind of something that's in the, that we keep in the house in the bedroom to try out. Right. That's an awesome story, John. Uh, a, a quick question. Do you, what, did, but did you ever think about lingerie before that incident with, uh, or that anecdote with uh, your wife? In other words, like growing up, did you ever have like any experiences that kind of you know, got you alerted <laughs> to the fact that you uh, liked it? Not not to sound too perverted, but I watched a lot of, <laughs> I've seen my fair share of pornography growing up. And if you look at some of the porno movies from like the 80s and 90s, it's like the women are always dressed up in like thigh highs, garter belts, corsets. I mean, that's kind of like a staple from back in that period and even today. And it's, it never really occurred to me kind of like a, up until about maybe a year or two before my wife kind of joked around with me about the makeup. And I'm like, well, kind of what would I look like? And I've always gotten compliments on my butt from my wife. So I'm like, well, do I have the ass to pull this off or something like that? But I never really jumped on it. But it it did kind of 
I was questioning what I would look like, and I had no idea when it came to sizes or anything like that and how to convert female sizes to male sizes. So I kind of I saw that, and I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do, and I don't want to waste money on something that's not going to fit. So I never really jumped into it until she kind of gave me the green light. And I guess I'm kind of in the minority because a lot of guys would like, from what I've seen online, a lot of guys would like to try wearing this, these mm-hmm. type of things, but mm-hmm. they don't know how their wife's going to feel. And they're kind of worried their wife's going to think, oh, they're gay or they're queer or something else. And it's going to create problems in a marriage where I guess I was kind of lucky where we could just kind of explore it together. And she understands it's just a fun thing for me to do when we're in the bedroom. Very so cool. it's good. You know, she's. Yeah, it, you're it's lucky. definitely you're very lucky to have a great partner yeah. like that. Yeah, she's a very she's very open minded, and she knows who I am. We've been married for ten years, so she knows she knows who I am. She knows what I want in life, and so we were able to explore that together without her questioning. Well, does does he wear this because he's a he's thinking to go in this direction in life or something like that? So, the one of the things I love, absolutely love about our marriage is we're very very close. We're, we communicate constantly. You know, we always catch up in, on each other's day when we come home from work in the kitchen while we're preparing dinner. It's just an amazing communication. We could, I could tell her anything. That's how close we are. Pretty much anything on how I'm feeling, what I want to do. And she's cool because she knows where my headspace is. She knows what, that I'm not, this isn't a threat to the marriage or a threat to her in a relationship. So it's something that we can kind of expose, we explore together, if that makes sense. Good. That's good. But you're absolutely right. I think I am in a minority because it's something I got a, a spouse that's willing to kind of join in on it. So I, I do consider myself very lucky. Well, I think coming from the straight side, that's one reason I wanted to have you on the show is because you're straight. A lot of people think, oh, you're a cross-dresser. Oh, you're... There's a whole misconception of straight guys and lingerie. It doesn't mean... You want to be gay doesn't mean you want men. It's just expressing a different part of you that some guys are afraid to express. And some guys, you know, just make fun of because they don't understand it. So, you know, it's actually been kind of a fun thing to do. We've kind of explored it together. Caesar, I don't know if you've ever heard of a place in Chicago called Skyscraper Heels. Does that ring? I have heard of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We actually went there in Chicago. (laughs) We actually spent a day in Chicago. We went from like lingerie shop to sex shop to that place and we actually bought a, a corset there and we bought a couple pairs of heels <laughs> it was a fun day in chicago we had dinner we went that's out. awesome so uh what kind of spurred it was um we we have a credit card that gives us cash back so we, i use it for work because i travel all the time we put everything on it and all of a sudden we ended up with like a 500 hundred dollar credit on our bill for it <laughs> and it was like free money to us so let's hey let's go out and have a have a fun time. So we went in Chicago and we <laughs> ended up with a corset and um, two sets of heels. So it was fun. Nice. It was fun. You know, it's like I said, we get to explore this together and uh, it's not where it takes over the whole relationship. We don't always pull the fun stuff out, but we do it, you know, on occasion, you know, maybe once or twice a month, but um, yeah, it's been fun. Awesome. That's why I wanted you on the show when we talked, because we talked for a while after your show, we talked for a while, too. So, yeah, awesome. Good to have you on. Oh, glad to be Yay. here. Uh, Eric, what about you? What about what you like? What makes it masculine feminine? Tell us a little bit more about 
Then you like Extress, you like all the others, but tell us a little more about what you like in lingerie and what you consider sexy for you. So for me, it's definitely not like a robe, like you had previously mentioned. Um, I, can, <laughs> I, 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 can, I can see why certain people who maybe haven't really tried much else might think like a silk robe is, you know, like pushing that boundary. And that's great for them. Like, you know, keep exploring, keep, keep doing to find you. Um, but I think for me, it, it kind of goes back, you know, to when I was in my early, you know, my late teens, early twenties, just like, just kind of growing up as a kid, like I've always had a fascination with underwear where, you know, going shopping, um, you look at the men's underwear and it's just, you know, tidy whities just playing boring underwear. And then you see women's underwear, you know, they have all these um these pretty colors these different patterns different styles so it's always just been a lot of curiosity for me and then i think i finally started doing it in my early 20s and then you know kind of that same scenario is like you know i tried women's underwear and there's just there's every now and then you can find a pair that has a little room in the front to just give a little support but more often than not, it's just it's not designed for any anatomy in that front area. Mm-hmm. So it's usually usually been a been a big hit for me uh, or a, a big miss, I should say. Um, but I think as I've gotten a little bit older, you know, learned about other brands, you know, especially like X Dress for me, like their underwear is designed for that, you know, that extra room in the front just to kind of give you that little bit of support and not have everything spilling out the sides. But I think for me, it's just like I've kind of just it's it's been a slow progression for me, I should say, because, you know, it really just kind of first started out with, you know, just panties, you know, that I'd find here and there that I thought were really cute. Later exploring like the the thigh highs, which, you know, I'd always buy cheap ones. So I'd wear them maybe like two times before they rip or tear. And it's just like, I'm not going to waste my money on this anymore. But then just, you know, over these last couple of years, I bought a little bit more than uh, outside of what I normally buy. <laughs> so kind of going back to the uh, the X-Dress where they have like those really cute panty and bra matching sets. You know, I've been buying those and I typically try and, it, and you know, I was always a little bit apprehensive about sharing that part with everybody like on Instagram and Twitter because I'm always a little bit nervous about the feedback because, you know, when I first started doing it, people tend to place you in just like this box mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, this is what he always wears. You know, this is what I'm used to. And now all of a sudden he's wearing something a little bit more girly or whatever. And then it's like, oh, well, I'm not like that. So you start getting that feedback of like, you should just stick to this or, you know, you don't need to wear that. You're too masculine or whatever. Um, at the end of the day, I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. Um, so I, I try to find like a little bit of a balance in terms of, you know, wearing lingerie, but still, you know, kind of keeping my own feel to it. Uh, so I try to do a little bit of like a, almost like a mix and match type thing. Like if I'm going to wear, you know, something that's a little bit more skimpy or sexy, you know, I try to balance it out with something you know, a little bit more my flavor, like either depending on the jacket or something just to kind of offset that. So I always like to have a little bit of a balance 
for myself in terms of, you know, that whole masculine and feminine touch or look, I should say. Yeah. You, you know, I, I like hearing that because I think that describes kind of my style. And this is, I mean, it's it's because I kind of like making combos all the time with what mm-hmm. I wear. Uh, mm-hmm. So I also should mention, uh, you know, I'm part of the leather community uh, here in Chicago and uh, in other digital communities. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm a leather sir. So basically that's like a leather uh, daddy, right? And uh, as you would probably all imagine, you know, you, the first idea people get of what leather is, is like uh, Tom of Finland, 1970s, mm-hmm. like that whole leather look, leather pants. And for me, uh, you know, the way I present myself and even on dating apps, it's always a combo. So I'll actually do like a leather hat, uh, you know, the sunglasses, the, the, the uh, motorcycle gloves, black leather motorcycle gloves, like an armband. But then I'll combine it with like a jock strap and black pantyhose. And mm. uh, that's uniquely something I like. And I don't even have the words to describe why I like it so much. But I've always been that way. I've never actually been a leather man who wants to do full leather. So mm-hmm. I, it's, but it also has elements that are definitely feminine and masculine at the same time. And partners that I've been with have commented on that. They go, oh, there's mm-hmm. something different about what mm-hmm. you're doing. And uh, for me, it comes from couple of things. I mean, I think gay and queer men have a unique path in terms of like how we get into this. But uh, I remember when I was a kid, uh, it was always relatives, right? Like your grandma or your mom, like they had like their pantyhose. And uh, I think one day, like mom was out of the house grocery shopping and I like tested them on. And it's something that eventually even showed up in some of my science fiction novels. There's one character who did that when he was young and he got yelled at. And then also television, Wonder Woman, Linda Carter, in her uh, costume, yes. it was pantyhose. Uh, Burt Ward in Batman, that was pantyhose. Yeah. Uh, and then the 1980s fashion for women, like leotards with pantyhose at the gym. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of explains everything about me and even what I do with LED Queens, where we don't make hosiery yet, but we do make uh, bodysuits. And mm-hmm. bodysuit is for sure considered like lingerie for men now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's exciting. One of my customers just posted an image of one of our bodysuits with pantyhose and i was really proud of him <laughs> i thought this is awesome so awesome. Um, it goes deep for me it goes deep and very far back very cool now back to eric um strangely enough that's how we met because you posted the picture and uh the thigh highs with lace panties and i sent you the message for your um. old account I remember that when you mentioned that, I was like, Oh yeah, that's how we met. Cause you, I was like, <laughs> look at you. God, yes. Um, so that's how we met. And then that account got deleted. And then mm-hmm. finally we connected me at a new account. I was like, yeah, oh, there he is. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. And, and as much as I would love to, um, do that a little bit more frequently, I unfortunately live out in the desert. <laughs> so when I wear things like, <laughs> Die highs or lace stockings or something like i get hot i get sweaty i get uncomfortable like for me that's more of like a winter um spring type thing because i can do it and i can feel comfortable temperature wise versus like you know i gotta take a good picture because i'm already sweating and then i just look like a mess yeah 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 i agree because be, be careful with corsets because those things get hot <laughs> yeah they do Oh, I bet, yeah. Very cool. Well, I like it, too. I don't post pictures in it. But something that Cesar said that how I started thinking about it was also ties in what John said back in the 80s and 90s and stuff. 
Like when you saw the perfect example, this is the best little house in Texas. All the women were garters, stockings, uh, probably push-up bras then, whatever. And I was like, why don't men have something like this? <coughs> why don't we have like a La Perla or something like that for men? Why don't we have something special we can wear? And I always liked the look and then fast forward to the last couple of years and more and more brands are making lingerie, making it for men. Uh, and I had one friend convince me to try garters and stockings and it was like, oh my God, where's this been on my life? So it's fun. <laughs> it's different. I like the look. And back when we first started, UNB male basics was and extras were like, and bodywear were the only ones making lace for men. And it was sort of like this really subculture. And we did a whole week on lingerie for men. And it was really fun to do. And it got, got really good feedback. But it's still, you know, oh, guys shouldn't wear that. That's just not for guys. It should be. And I'm like, guys can wear whatever they want to. I mean, I think we hit a new level when Andrew Christian came out with the boy bra a couple of years ago. That here's this mainstream gay brand that made this and as you can expect it was half a lot of people going uh why did you make this and other half going yes about time you made something for this community so it's it's an interesting way to express yourself and i like like you said cesar i like mixing the masculine with the feminine so it's not yes. just one and i think one of the hottest things i ever saw was a leather daddy wearing chaps and stuff and a lace thong instead of a jock and i was like oh oh, oh yeah i mean uh that, that that's like i think i even know which one you're talking about i do you remember so long do you remember ago, zeus no. videos zeus videos was around in the 90s they made like bdsm porn really artistic but um i recall there were like at least three videos where the leather daddy would be uh, either in chaps or just alone in a thong. And I thought, wow, this is so different. You know, usually they're in a jock strap or the full leather pants. And I think those things also help me get to where I am today. Exactly. So it's, it's a good journey. I don't think you, you have people who want to look feminine. And I say, if that's your deal, do it, live your best life, do what makes you happy and turns you on. But mine is, I like mixing the both. I don't think there should be rules. So you should wear. Agreed. Whatever. Exactly. But Agreed. that's just me. I support everyone's right to wear whatever they want to. If you want to do full on drag, I say go for it. I'm not going to well, do it, but you know, I'm not going to stand in your way doing it. But that's just me. We need more people like that out there. But yeah. So interesting conversation so far. Our questions have been totally blown out of the water and I really don't care. <laughs> Um, uh, no, I, I, I did want to mention, cause I know you mentioned a lot of people mentioned lace at the beginning. Lace is something that, uh, I actually cannot really get into for myself. And maybe this is a very gendered thing. It might even be problematic, but like if, if I'm with somebody and they're the bottom or my sub, if they want to like really get into a ton of lace, I'll go there with them. I'll be like, let's get you some lace panties or whatever. But for me, uh, for my aesthetic, I've never really like locked into lace very much. So I like sheer, black sheer or uh, for sure garters, uh, mm -hmm. corsets. But the lace, it just, uh, I look at when I, when I look in the mirror, I go, that, that's just not me. <laughs> well. Is anybody else like that about uh, like specific parts of or styles of lingerie? I think. 
two, lace can be very uncomfortable depending on the lace. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Oh, yeah, I mean, agreed. Yeah, by the right lace, there's some that I've worn where it's like, I have a cheese, I'm wearing a cheese grater on my junk. Because, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's about to kill me. And yeah. others, you wear that super soft, super stretchy, and you're like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. So I think well, you have to find the right lace. And like you said, it may not, it may not be for you. You may not like the look on you, but you know, it's just discovering what you like and going after it. But that's just mine. And, and I am open to it. So if anybody's listening to this show, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm into it. But sometimes it takes sometimes a partner to kind of see you mm-hmm. in it and maybe some, it brings something out. But I've tried it myself and it just never clicks. So it might actually be just experiences I haven't had yet. I'm very open. I would say try the stockings because you can get the sheer stockings with the lace tops. So you get like the best of both worlds. Oh, oh I would like that. That's yeah. a good idea. Like lace, lace at the, like in the waistband? Does, or where would it be? No, at the top of the stocking. Oh, That's like where a, the, like where a the garter. high stocking. Oh, yeah, yeah, where the garter yeah, okay. attaches. I'll do that. I think I had. A, I think I had a pair of those, or I might still have one. You did because that was the pair I remember seeing you in was had the lace on the top. So yeah, I have a good memory about these things, so. <laughs> <laughs> underwear. I know about all kinds of underwear. So yeah, but that's a good idea. I think the reason I got you, you spe- specific three guys together is. You're very diverse in what you like. You're very different. And I think more guys need to hear that, you know, you have John who's done makeup and sexy stuff. You have Cesar who mixes it uh, with masculine feminine. You have Eric who just is himself. There's no other way to describe it. He doesn't sort of go anywhere but who he is. Although I will say when you've done the... Uh, horror with the with the feminine lingerie that's been a lot of fun but you know because when i think of horror i think of eric sorry because he loves horror movies (laughs) that's his deal so i think it's discovering who you are and just embracing it and not really giving a shit but this adds a different level onto it because gay or straight or bi whatever whatever you are a lot of people Cast judgment on you for wearing mm-hmm. it. So if you're gay, oh, you're just a Nelly queen. Or if you're straight, oh, you're really gay. And it's not just having fun with it. And I think that's one of the big problems with men's lingerie is the judgment from each of our communities putting on people and not letting them be who they want to be, which... You know, the gay community is good about saying, be yourself, but, you know. Practicing we, something else, yeah. <laughs> hypocrites. But, yeah. But have any of you ever experienced, not negative, but, you know, when you've done this, open someone's, let's do with this, open someone's mind to something new as opposed to, you know, being, oh, if you wear this, you're a cross-dresser, or if you wear this, you're really gay, or... You're really a total Nelly Bottom or whatever they, it goes on and on. Have you ever had any really positive experiences come out of it and people tell you, oh my God, I've never thought of it this way before? Well, uh, I could tell you, well, I guess you could say it's still kind of a private thing between me and my wife because I've never really talked with anybody outside of my wife aside from um, the three of you guys. (laughs) So it's still very much kind of a, I guess, a hidden thing with me. So 
so I really haven't been able to talk, I really haven't talked with anybody. And I kind of suspect a lot of guys that are like similar to me, they, they can't talk even to their own wives about it. Cause I've seen some photos online. It seems like the guys, there's a big percentage of straight guys that hide this from their wives. Mm-hmm. And when Eric, I, post- that, I think that is true. I, I mean, I have to say like, I think there's a lot of straight men who just cannot, you know, deal with it for themselves. But I think there's a giant portion of that love it. Yeah. yeah. And if you look at some of the photos I've seen online, it's like they're all taking pictures of like in a hotel room or, you know, I've traveled for work. So I've stayed in, a, you know, lots of country ends, lots of Hampton hotels. And it's like I could automatically just look at the decor in, in the background. I'm like, oh, he's at a Hampton Inn or he's at a Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I travel a lot for work, too. And it's like they probably have an extra bag just full of this stuff that they, they break out only when they're, they're traveling. And, mm-hmm. you know, they they dress up and they'll go all in with the wig, the makeup, the heels and, and all that just to spend the evening alone and in their hotel room while they're traveling. And I'm sure all that stuff gets put away and hidden in the backseat of the car when they come home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is an anecdote I've had just recently on a quote unquote dating site. I met a guy who had things and he's married. His wife doesn't know and he's got a very large house and hides it in a bedroom closet somewhere else in the house that his wife never goes into. So he does it that way. Or they'll put it in their trunk. That's with even like men's underwear, sexy underwear. They're hiding it. They want something fun, but they're not telling their wives they like it. So I, The guys I feel really sorry for are the ones who have this, that want to explore this wearing this are the ones who've kind of asked their wives or have approached their wives about the possibility of wearing it and their wives just shoot them down immediately. And it's like, Oh, it's, it's a gay thing. Or I I really feel for those guys because it's like something they really want to try and explore. But the moment the, you know, the cat's out of the bag, it's, they get the labels just get applied to them by the, there's, you know, their significant other. And it's like being betrayed and, you know, the, experience like self-doubt you know shame and they yeah. shouldn't they shouldn't experience mm-hmm. that so mm-hmm. I, those are the guys i really feel sorry for uh for me the my experiences have been mixed so i have uh a, a re- some really great anecdotes of, of basically me was you know getting putting myself out there whether it's through the dating apps or through my personal network and saying hey i'm, I'm into this and you know people tim you can attest to this people sometimes say this about me and they go you know, he, he seems just okay with this. Like he's confident about it. So Mm -hmm. I will put it out there. It's even in my dating profile. And, um, I've had some really great experiences where my partner that I play with, uh, usually casual, this is not somebody I'm dating. They'll be open to it. Or sometimes they'll be a little shy and they'll say, well, it is something I'm kind of interested in, but we'll go there and we'll have a wonderful time. So, uh, in fact, many people, I think, <laughs> convert over and they go, yeah, I want to get myself a few pieces. But just as good as those experiences are, I've also had a lot of uh, rejection from people. Uh, I think a lot of people might even avoid my dating profile because that uh, turns them off because they think whatever they think it is, they're projecting their ideas onto it. Mm-hmm. And I've actually had more than a few uh, people uh, laugh at me. So I, I was talking to somebody recently on, on one of the apps and uh, – you know, he was also a leather person, so he probably should know better if he was like a seasoned leather person. But he, we were asked trading like what we were into, our, our fetishes and kinks um, and our likes, 
And uh, I said, yeah, you know, I like all these different uh, kinds of gear, leather, spandex, lingerie, specifically pantyhose. And uh, he just started, you know, like lots of LOLs. And he goes, well, I guess, you know, you must like, you know, feminine things like lace. That's not for me. Like he really, he really like was so off-putting. And that happens more often than you would think. Uh, oh, yeah. Or a lot of guys, a lot of gay men will just say, I'm really not into that. Like they're really like almost like disgusted by it. So um, I don't let those experiences like hold me back because I also have my own knowledge of our community. Like uh, I, I go to, well, lately I don't do so much because I don't commute as much, but I used to go to a quads gym here in Chicago. And that's like a hardcore bodybuilding gym. Like that's where like, you know, the people that compete on stage, like go train. And I love going there. And uh, I, I met more than one. I met two different bodybuilders there. And these are like huge, huge men. And one of them, we became friends. And, and he told me, he said, uh, I'm really into this. I like high heels. I like uh, fishnets. And I like to have sex with women because I think he primarily dated women uh, this way. And uh, it's something that he really couldn't bring to light. You know, he couldn't really put himself out there the way I think he really wanted to. And uh, when I developed that connection, I thought to myself, I was like, I don't want a life like that where I can't mm-hmm. put this out there for potential partners or, or even just casual people in like sex circles. And so for me, I've come a long way, but I'll also say this is new for me, like uh, discovering that I, I really like um, lingerie and specifically pantyhose. It, for me, it started in 2019. Uh, I did a cosplay shoot, like a, a like an art photography shoot, where I reimagined Lex Luthor. Uh, and so in this version, this was the uh, the annual shareholders report for LexCorp that goes out with like cool like marketing images. But in the marketing images, Lex Luthor was showing like the new pantyhose company that he had bought, and he's wearing all those pantyhose. Those are great. And pictures. I did that. Oh yeah, you've seen them. Yeah, um, I've sh- shared them with you. But after that. It got me to think. I was like, why did I make that shoot happen? Like, why did I get this idea of Lex Luthor in Pantyhose? And that really brought me to where we are today, where I, I've reconciled like, that I like it a lot, and now I'm ready to put it out there to the world. So that's a period of like almost uh, four years, right? So it takes time. Yeah, and I think, especially in the gay community, this is part in the straight community, too, is the whole mask for mask thing where it's like yes i'm masculine only one other masculine men although i will say <laughs> that <laughs> most of those masculine men are the biggest queens i've ever met in my life so it's like uh, you're not really that masculine you may look uber masculine you know you may be a muscle bear but when you talk your purse falls out of your mouth and you have the queen tea towels and all this other stuff in your mouth so <laughs> You know, you're not exactly, you know, you may look the part, but, you know, you're not Well, that's where the issue comes from, because we're all trapped. I mean, I have to say this. Any of us that are, you know, born uh, or raised, you know, as males, uh, we feel trapped by the culture sometimes, because Mm -hmm. you often think, like, that's not, that doesn't always apply to me. So anytime people start deviating from that, like, you shut yourself down or you shut other people down. And I just think that... Uh, we have to let go of that. Like, uh, there's we do. don't get me started yeah. on the gay community and stuff. We need to let go of because that's a long <laughs> yeah, that's, list. For it's me. a long list. That's a, that's a show. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a whole yeah. other topic. That that's a whole different show, whole different podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it's 
it's allowing people to be who they are. And just because you want to explore lingerie doesn't mean you're not any less masculine, any less of a man. It's you want to explore something different. Yeah. I mean, if like when John said the women don't want their husbands or shoot them down, it's like, okay, you have a preconceived notion that you need to get rid of and let someone, because I'm sure she has something freaky that she don't want to talk about because everybody does, but you know. Well, and it's the, the mind space. I, I want to ask everybody, you know, I know we're trying to stay conscious of time, but the mind space was mentioned. I think it was John, maybe that mentioned it. Like different clothes give you a different mindset. Mm-hmm. Like we know this, right? And for me, my gym gear, especially what we make with LED Queens, it's like my uniform to go focus and work hard. But lingerie is like a whole different mind space. And it is, uh, I would say, more sensuous. That's like the word I feel. And it brings out a different part of me with my partner or in front of the mirror. And uh, it's something that feels very different. And I just want, I'm curious if, if the other guests here, like, do you feel like it turns on a different mind space for you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's almost like becoming a different person. And that's kind yes. of the allure for me because it kind of makes me into a different person. And just kind of seeing myself in a mirror, just, it's like, wow, this is a, this is a look that yes. I, I'm not used to seeing at all. And it's not like I, I don't do dress up in, in, in this on a daily basis. So when I do, when my wife and I do get each other dressed up, you know, she's got her own stuff that she wears. I got my stuff that I wear. It's like I'm a different person. And it's it's a very odd feeling. Or not odd. I, would, I think odd's too strong as a word. It's a very different feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a very alluring feeling. So it's it kind of puts me absolutely right in a different headspace. And you you feel like someone else. So I guess that's kind of part of the attraction of it, too. Yeah, for, for me, I would, I would say it doesn't really put me in, like, a different headspace, but it definitely does make me feel, like, a little bit more vulnerable, if you will. Because, you know, my my partner will say things like, oh, that looks really, really pretty on you or something like that, and just not really a comment I'm used to hearing. So it's, you know, just kind of like that, oh, well, thank you. Like, I'm not used to that type of comment, and, you know, now that I'm looking at myself, like, you're right, this is really pretty. I don't know why I don't do this more often or things like that. And then even just, you know, for like a date night type situation where it's like you're out in public, you're wearing like stockings or lace underneath your pants. And it's just like you have that that almost like, oh, like that's almost a secret, if you will. But it's like I can't wait to get home and just show, you know, this other side of me. So for me, yeah. So it's not really so much of a, a different headspace, but yeah, definitely a different type of attitude, if you will. Yeah, I would I would agree because I'm sort of a different kind of gay man because I never really got into the whole masculine feminine thing. Because when you go out to a bar, oh, he's feminine. Oh, I don't care. I had fun with whoever I had fun with because I was a big old hobo. Yeah. But, like, (laughs) you know, like me now, people are like, why don't we shame bottoms? I'm like, why the hell are you shaming someone who's a bottom? I'm like, who cares? Uh, whatever. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, wh- why don't we like have fun oppressing and bullying people? What is that? It's like, <laughs> it's, yes, whatever. I don't care. They're like, oh, he's too fat, and I'm like, um, no, he's fine. Leave me alone. I was just, <laughs> I was an equal opportunity whore for everyone. So that yeah. was back in the day. And now when my friend got me into the lingerie, because I thought I liked it before, but not until he had it. That 
it's sort of tied in with my spandex love, you know, when you wear tights, when you wear the runners, and it's a different look, and it's like, oh, I like this look. Oh, look what it does to your legs. Look what it does to this. Oh, mm-hmm. so it opens a whole new world when it ties in. To me, it ties into the stuff I already had going on with spandex and underwear. It's just mm-hmm. another layer on top of it, not just... All right, and then it's thought, oh, I can mix this and this, and, you know, your mind opens up to all these different things going, oh, new possibilities, look here. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. So that's what it did for me. So I don't have much stuff, but I'm trying to really picture what, oh, this can go with this and can go with this, and look here, and, you know, it's really finding what you like and building on it, and, oh, you know... That's just the way it goes for me. But, you know, I'm an open book in these podcasts. So, you know, I share the and there's something. <laughs> there's something about lingerie uh, and specifically the sheer stuff that is very unique that leather can't do. Spandex mm-hmm. can do if it's nylon spandex, but not quite. But it's the way it catches light and then mm-hmm. it shapes like a leg. So, you know, uh, whether you're male or female presenting, uh, no matter what your identity you know, it'll bring out like all the muscle musculature of the calf, um, the leg. It's something that it's just that property of nylon. It reflects light and these little tiny lines along the sides and the top. And uh, those highlights, I mean, I can go on and on about that, but it's like the sexiest thing on everyone. I, I don't date women, but even on women, I, I recognize them like they look amazing with that sheer, you know, sort of pantyhose look. So it's it's very unique. Yeah, there's no other clothing like it, so it's no. yeah, totally agree. Thank you, Dupont. <laughs> yes, but I think lingerie, no matter your body size, who you are, because you look at what Rihanna's done with Fenty and made it for you know larger women can feel super sexy, and I think everyone looks sexier in lingerie. No oh, size. Oh, everyone. And you yeah. could feel when you see them in the picture. Like with Rihanna's Fenty line, you can just see the joy in their face in the shoot because they feel amazing. They think they look great. And I think that carries over to lingerie with everyone. Even if you're not doing a shoot, you just feel so freaking sexy. You love what you're doing. You have this little extra pep in your step because, you know, (laughs) I feel great. I feel so sensuous, which... We're going to do a show about sexual versus sensuous very soon. I have a very long list of shows to do and not enough time to do them. But it's very, it's different. And I think more guys should be open to the possibilities and not just be like, shoot it down. Be like, oh, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Well, well, you know, gay bars always have like jockstrap night or underwear night and that's been going on for decades oh, yeah. but i'm ready i'm ready for the new generation gen z i hope they want to help us and millennials like we need a lingerie night like wouldn't that be amazing because that, that would be very specific yeah i would love that yeah and pansexual you know i think we're gonna see more and more because the younger generation really doesn't care they're like whatever a lot of them <laughs> yeah. and it's gonna morph into what it's going to be and I think it'll be very interesting what the next 10 years hold because when I started the blog no one really was into lingerie in the open I'm sure there were plenty into it but no one really came out and said 
I like lingerie. And now we have Extras, Body Aware, mm-hmm. uh, Candyman, Candyman, Secret Mail. We have all these brands that take the lingerie side and convert it to men so men can wear it. And it's growing every year. We're seeing more like Wayne Underwear, who's pushed the limits of, I think, a lot of things with his two-piece lace, like the the thong in the, the top. And I have that. <laughs> I mean, me, me too. Just about everyone has that. And I think he's really pushing the boundaries of a lot of pushing it with his designs and he's having fun with it. And mm-hmm. I think you see more and more of that on social media. Cause I saw someone post, it looks like the old, is it coyotes making it? it looks like the old Calvin Klein, like sports bra and, Bikini yeah. that women used to wear years ago. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. That it looks great. Up. So it's, and you see more guys posting about it. What do you think of this look? Oh, I think I'm going to get this. Or, mm-hmm. so I think we're seeing a lot of changes in this space and hopefully it'll grow that, which leads me to my last question. Where do you guys want to see? I don't want to know where you think it's going to go, but where do you want to see men's lingerie go? We'll start with Eric. Um, for me, I want to say that I'd like to see it go a little bit more of like where we do have these brands like Wayne and Xtress, but some of like the other other brands that typically don't have these types of styles, you know, start putting stuff out there like that to where you don't have to be limited to one specific company or one specific look. You have a wide variety just as much as like... Um, women have their their different brands that they're able to go to and things like that so i'd like to i'd like to see more um more companies kind of push that boundary if you will well if it's anything like thongs if you remember they were you couldn't get them and now everyone has them and everyone has <laughs> yeah. them so if yep. it grows i think this will be the new thong yeah and what about you uh john where do you where do you want to see it go more acceptance, um, less labels being applied to it. So if someone wants to wear something, it's it's kind of like, oh, that's what he wants to wear. And it's not as shot down as much, if that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. um, And obviously, I think that comes into what the other guy said with uh, more brands that come out there with it, um, more lines being added to, to other brands. So, yeah, just more acceptance and people being a little more open-minded to it. Could you imagine to exist take on lingerie? Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> they do have a women's line, so just saying. Right. The brand I'm really curious to see if do- that does anything, maybe a year or two down the line would be N two N if he, he does if like if he scratches the surface of just offering something in a lace or something, if if he would do something like that. I'm just kinda curious if he, he gets to that point, but that could be another show. <laughs> Has it? Has he ever done anything in lace? I know he's done a lot of mesh, no, a lot of a lot of mesh, but not 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 something I would really think of as lingerie forward. No, you're no. you're right. Very yeah. true. He might be a couple of years away from that, but it's, like I said, when it comes down to acceptability, if he adds like just a, every every month when he comes out with his new his new offerings, he adds like something in in like a like more of a feminine design or a lace or something like that. I'd be curious to see if he does it. 
I may have to harass him this week. <laughs> I was going to say, Tim, you you uh, you know personally, like uh, I may have start, to harass Andrew. This start week. pushing that. Yeah, get get us an update. Yeah, um, status so update. I've been meaning to contact him anyway about another project I wanted. So it may be hmm. So give me something to talk about there. Love that man to death too. So well, I'll keep you updated. So don't worry. I think that would be a good litmus test just for the community because if you offered, you know, everything's kind of like a masculine vibe to it with, you know, singlets, tights, that sort of thing. But if he offered something like that, just kind of stuck something in there with his monthly offering, what the sales on that would be, you know. Well, you know, with his monthly, the way he does his releases, he could do it. And if it took off, great. If it didn't take off, you know, you really wouldn't know because so much stuff comes out that you would see it so hmm. all right we'll be getting in touch with andrew this coming week so hmm. we'll be getting him. okay and then what about you cesar what where do you want to see it go uh well for me it's that's going to be on two levels first is the business level um and i know we didn't do an intro at the beginning but uh i'm the founder and designer of led queens and we're known for fitness apparel but we have already crossed into one lingerie piece which is done our way so that's mm-hmm. the the bodysuit and uh, that that has been really exciting for us because it wasn't something I expected to do. I just knew that gay and queer customers are dying to buy more bodysuits. And I looked yes. at the prints and I thought, nobody's making the prints that like at least my customers kind of gravitate to. So like more geometric, more um, pinks and blues. And so we've done that so far. We have three new ones coming out. Um, so from a business standpoint where I'd like for things to go, and this is sort of a hint for what comes down the road for LED Queens is we want to move into that space, but I can, without speaking for end to end, I think that I can say probably they're thinking about it the same way we are, which is when you have your core audience, which might be fitness apparel, so tights, singlets, shorts, and you want to, you know, market lingerie, it's a big decision because Mm -hmm. the strategies for marketing men's lingerie are going to be completely different to the point where you might even need a whole separate brand or a sub brand. And I think for us, we're small enough. So I don't think we need to break off another piece (laughs) and do a spinoff, but it will take time. And uh, for us in particular, for LED, you know, we, we do growth small and steady. We don't get too crazy with stuff. And finding the right manufacturers has been a challenge because often what they're trying to give you are things that are made for women. And the issue here that we've all talked about for like the last hour is that things need to be tailored for men's anatomies. And so um, that's been a challenge even for us. I mean, uh, we were going to launch thongs this year, but I was not happy with the samples I was getting from manufacturers. So, that's where I'd like LED Queens to go. The, in terms of the industry, and especially gay and queer brands or, or brands that are run by people of color, such as myself, I really want us to push all of this into the mainstream of queer culture. I, I want it to be so simple where if the dude goes shopping for underwear, for cute underwear, they go, hmm, maybe I'll get a, a, a jock strap or a brief, or maybe I'll get a thong back bodysuit, you know, or like thigh highs. Like that. That's like the dream. Uh, I don't know how soon we'll get there, but I have faith. Uh, and then on a personal level, I think for me, um, basically, in a way, having come out of the closet like three years ago with this additional dimension of mm-hmm. things that I'm into is something that uh, 
I'm really excited to do right now. You know, I'm, this year I, I really oriented myself back towards like more dating. And so uh, I would just like to meet more dudes who want to mutually dress up and have a lot of fun and uh, be really out and proud. That's always the theme of LED Queens, but it's also my personal theme. Like there's no shame in men's lingerie. Like, I think we just need to say that there's no shame. There's no weirdness. Oh, there's no, yeah, it's, this is just something that's as cool as wearing jeans, uh, but better. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, it's sexier so I, I, I wanted to get there way sexier and sexier. so much fun. I mean, it just, uh, when you see someone's face, if they're into you and you walk out of the, you know, out of the bedroom, like in cute lingerie or hot lingerie, to see the expression on their face, that is gold. And a lot of people are missing out uh-huh. on a lot of fun by not having those experiences. So yeah. I'm excited, but uh, I think it'll also be a real challenge. I think there's still going to be a lot of pushback uh, by people on this. This is very taboo for a lot of people. Yeah. Agreed. Although I've had yeah. guys walk out and guys go, what are you wearing with my regular underwear? And I'm just like, oh, girl, you got to go. Uh, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Oh my God. I have ended relationships over it, and everyone's like, "But you should end it over that." I'm like, "Oh no, I am not. No, I don't have time for this. Moving on. <laughs> if you can't accept the underwear. There's way worse under the under the surface." So, yeah, I know I'm a dating nightmare. So. I I had a date recently, and uh, it was a great date. He was super hot, but uh, he showed up with like uh, I think like you know just black. Boxer briefs and not, they didn't even have spandex. They were kind of like the regular 100%. And uh, during our session, you know, I put him in one of my thongs and uh, he liked it a lot. And I told him, I was like, just, just go home with it. Just keep it. Like you, you don't have anything like this in your closet, do you? And he goes, no. And I said, you need to. So you can start with that one. Yeah. (laughs) That I can deal with. The other, it's just like, no, you got to go. I'm done. (laughs) Sorry. Deal breaker. Mm, I'm way too old to change my ways, so move on. <laughs> Delete. So like, I just don't even, because my ex I had many years ago was like that. He's like, what are you wearing? And I'm like, bitch, don't be worried about what I'm wearing. Just shut up. Uh, you're about to get what you want, so shut up. Um, so moving on. Yeah. Moving on. That's my <laughs> slut day. So moving on. Um, so that wraps up our show. We're going to have more of these if you guys like these, and I think we can delve so deep in each of these topics that we talked about, just touch the surface on. I mean, masculinity in general, we could do a whole show on and several shows. And so if you like this, let us know so we can make more of these shows and go in deeper and hopefully have these guys on and and other guys join us as well who love it. So I want to thank each of you for coming on today. Uh, let people know where they can find you online, Mr. Eric. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at uh, UndiesGeek85. Nice. And what about you, Cesar? I am found uh, for my brand primarily at LEDQueens.com, and you'll find our bodysuits there. But if you want to interact with me, uh, you'll find us on Instagram at uh, LED Queens. If you go to Twitter, we're LED Queens. And then uh, TikTok, we're LED Queens uh, underscore fitness. And uh, we're really active in all of those. I don't have an alt or personal account, but now I'm feeling really jealous. I'm feeling all this like FOMO because y'all have some alt accounts <coughs> and you get to show some of your stuff. But uh, the reason I don't have one is just because I don't have enough time to manage yeah. more Twitter accounts. So yeah. what you see on LED Queens is all you get, basically. Yeah. <laughs> when you have time, you can do 
LED Cesar when you get time. But until then, just stick with the regular. And, <laughs> and, and people heard me on the show. So if you want to find a, a bald, muscular dude in Chicago who will wear pantyhose with you, you know how to find me. Bam. Hit him up. And okay, last I'm is, ready. Last is John, who is not on social medias. So if you want to get in touch with John, just send it through me and I will get it to him. Because I'm still, still I'm actually thinking, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, it still I'm, amazes me you found the podcast and not on social media. That just blows my mind. Every well, time. I'm thinking about maybe starting one probably first of next year. I, the fall is always really busy for me. So I'm thinking about doing something like a Twitter or an Instagram probably after Christmas when things kind of slow down for me. So I've. So that way I could be part of the community a little bit more. Awesome. Yeah, we're all for that. Posted if he decides to join. So we'll keep you posted. Uh, you can find me at, I do have a UNB Tim account because, you know, why not have one more thing to do in my life? Because, you know, but uh, find us, read the blog, listen to our other podcasts. We've had some really good ones. There's some good ones coming up if I can ever get them scheduled. Because this show we've been working on since. May or June? May or June? It's been a while, but we finally got it. Um, I have tons more in the works, so stay tuned. Listen, get, send us feedback. Send each of these guys feedback on their social media, too. Lately, everyone has been loving the podcast, and I'm so happy because it's getting to where I exactly want it to be, and it's coming to a life of its own. So, yay. Um, thank you, guys. Congrats, Tim. It's I have a purpose now. Before it was me, Eric, and Andy just having fun talking smack and talking about underwear. Yeah. And now it's gotten to a purpose. And, you know, I well, like you're it. activating the community. You're actually speaking to us and you're cutting across uh, orientation lines because it's not yes. just gay and queer people. You're actually pulling in like straight folks and bi folks. And uh, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Everyone is welcome on the podcast. Um, that is for sure. I have tons of ideas, which I'm working through, and oh, it's it's a hot mess in my head. So, luckily, everything's written down, because I will forget it, if not, because my mind sees a bright, shiny object, and it's like, ooh, looky here, and totally forget what I was doing. So, I know how I am. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening. Um, there will be more shows coming up soon. Definitely, I'm about to have a log jam of shows, but that's a good thing. I'd rather have too many than not enough. And if you like the show, send us messages. Let us know you want to hear more lingerie. And thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash UNB blog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at UNB blog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at unbblog.com. Also follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at UNB Tim on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye. Bye.